Hey, dear Tyler. Good morning. How are you doing? Um, I really hope you're good. I hope you're fine. Wow. I'm, um, let me start with an apology. So sorry that I couldn't reach out to you um, on Monday. I've been a little bit down. Um, but I'm, I'm a lot stronger now. God is faithful. God has really helped me. And uh, yeah, it's been it's been an amazing moment of healing. I want to thank you. I know that <clears throat> it's just the people that are part of the community that are actually really aware of the fact that I'm not that I wasn't feeling too strong and all. So I apologize for not um, reaching out in time. And you know, it's well. Um, I think I was just overly stressed this period, but um, I'm back now and I'm good. Uh, And I just had to, you know, really bring out an episode. And to that effect, I knew that um, today's Wednesday, but I will still bring out another episode tomorrow um, so that we can go back to our timeline. So it's like we're getting double which is pretty good, so, um, yeah, it's, it's quite early, today it's like 5, 5 a.m. that I'm doing this, um, and I was really thinking, because I did have another, um, stuff to talk about, I did, I did have another stuff to talk about, but, um, I don't know, I couldn't bring myself to, sharing it and this is the reason why I'm sharing what I'm going to share today right Um, I think I decided to share it yesterday it was just (sighs) dear Tyler it's going to be okay I think um, there are many things that have occurred personally for me this year and I don't think it's exclusive to me. Uh, there's just this stuff about, you know, getting older, uh, trying to become more responsible. The, yeah, maybe for the lack of a better word, the hazards of maturing, or the hazards of making decisions. You know, that you live with the consequences of your actions. And then consequences in itself, I don't think um, are, they should be termed or should be looked at as negative. They're just results, right? That the results that just occur because of your actions, right? So living with those consequences can be Rewarding and sometimes um, painful. And I don't think it's exclusive to me. Definitely is not exclusive to me. I can't be that... um, I can't be that unfortunate (laughs) that it's only me these things are happening to. Um, And so... I think over the past few months, 
it has taken a toll on me as an individual um, trying to balance quite a lot of things trying to be more productive trying to be um, I don't know I think I'm lacking the words today but then you know just trying to be more progressive right giving the indication of progress and everything and you know in the tail end sometimes you just find out that you're in a very very horrible place it's like how on earth did I get there how on earth did I get there or how on earth did I get here um Uh, so I I think that's where I am at the moment I'm not I am not I'm not particularly um, weighed down if I'll put it that way I'm just conscious of the fact that I'm in a place where I, f- I would have wanted things to work differently you know there are many times when we make plans right and there are many times that we take decisions we take decisions with the expectation of a certain outcome right so we're expecting things to work out in a certain way Um, I think maybe over time because things don't go well for us we tend to believe in the negative happening more but um Generally, every action that we take is with an intended hope that something good will come out of it. Do you get something good will come out of it? Uh, maybe some of the risks are not calculated. Some of them are not well thought out. Some of them are not sensible. Some of them are not... Um, um, proper, Right? But at the end of the day, we just take them because either based on the knowledge that we have, maybe based on the opportunities that we have, or based on the emotion at that time, that was the best decision that we felt we could take. Um, And, you know, along the line, we just find out that, no, that wasn't the wisest. And then you're now, you know, you're... I think there's this terminology that we used to use way back then. Um, You're now in between the devil and the deep blue sea. You know, at all sides, every direction that you take after that, the consequences are not appealing. Oh, I've been in situations like this my whole life. My whole life. Um... So, you know, I was just thinking about it because I won't deny the fact that I, I am in that kind of position as an individual. I won't deny it. Remember, one of the things I said about the Atala is to be open enough and to be vulnerable, rather. So, in as much as I can't get into a lot of the details and everything, but I was, you know, I think one of the messages that I've been getting from a whole lot of people especially those that may have an idea of the things that I am um, that I have gone through and the position that I'm in 
is the assurance that everything is really going to be okay. Like everything is really going to be okay. You see, um, one of the parables, right, in scripture that has really resonated with me and always just makes sense to me is the the parable of the prodigal son. And I'm sure I might have mentioned it in one of the episodes of Dear Tyler, but I don't think repetition is wrong. Um, It's the reality that I'm actually living right now. It's the story of the prodigal son, not the story of the prodigal guy. Or the story of the prodigal person. That that word, son, is very, very um, pertinent. It's very, very important. And I want you to take note of it because it speaks about a relationship that wasn't changed because of the actions of the child. And I think that we need to come to that point where we still remember that we're sons, that we're daughters of God, right? That we would make some wrong decisions. We would do certain things that are not proper. We would um, engage in certain activities that are not reflective of... um, our heritage, you know, as believers. But all in that hasn't changed the fact that we are still sons. Um, I don't think Jesus called it the parable of the prodigal son, I'm sure. It was Bible scholars that, you know, came up with a whole lot of headings for these Bible stories. But then I I do I do believe that um, the Spirit of God inspired these um, these men to even come up with certain topics like this, right? So the story of the prodigal son is the story about a father and his son. This child was not, you know, left um, was not disowned. Right? I, I know that most of us do know the story of how he went, he wasted um, his father's um, inheritance, you know, what was left for him, what was meant for him. Please I apologize for the background noise and everything. What was um, given to him as his inheritance, right? And he wasted it. Yes, we all know that. We know that story. But then you could see that Probably the father had always, you know, you know, just think about that. Only God knows how long the child stayed away from the father. You know, how long he stayed away from home. But at every point in time, the father was at, you know, or rather, it was clearly seen that when the boy decided to come back, you know, he had made immense from his errors and everything that the father was at a position it was not like um he had to go back into the house and look for the father no probably every single day the father was waiting for the son 
to come back. And I think that that's the heart of the Father. That's the reality that the Father has always wanted to express to us. Now, I know that many times, because of either, you know, our earthly fathers being human, sometimes they react in certain ways, or some of us not having the privilege of having fathers that were either present or alive, um, it tends to it tends to affect our perception of who God is. But these past few days, I have clearly, I've clearly seen that part of God. It's like, hey, Binga, I'm waiting for you. Just come back. I know that I shared an episode the last time, you know, where, remember where I found you, right? Yeah, very powerful episode. And it's like, he's saying, just come back home. I know that you've done wrong, but it's going to be okay. Just come back. I want you to... um, The fear of my... This is is like what God was telling me. He said, the fear of my response to your actions is keeping you away from me or is keeping you away from my love the depth of my love the extent of my mercy that fear of what will God say what would I do is what is keeping you away from mercy Remind me, says that, remember, I said, come boldly before the throne of grace that you may obtain um, mercy. You know, come boldly before the throne of mercy that you may obtain grace in time of need. Do you understand? It's like, there is this anxiety that comes upon our hearts that keeps us away from the one person that is able to help us. And so, He's been speaking to me and I just wanted to share with you that it's going to be okay. He keeps like telling me like, just come back. I'm here for you and it's going to be okay. I factored in your your tendency to make mistakes. I know I've said it before, but I factored in your tendency to make mistakes. And it doesn't mean I'm going to correct those mistakes or the consequences of your actions. It doesn't mean that. But I promise you, boy, you're going to be fine. I think for me, this period, I have shown, I have, I have experienced, I have seen that I really as an individual have an obsession for control I have an obsession for control that anything that I feel I can't control I just enter into panic mode and I try to handle it and 
you know, sometimes it takes um, some 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 things to happen for us to really get to know ourselves. And so, um, I don't know exactly what you're going through, Tyler. I do not know the things that you might have done, the fears that you may have, the um, uncertainties that may be clouding your mind at the moment. You may be really, you may really be in a terrible spot. You may just be at that storm. You understand, and the waves are just rocking your boat. It's it's time to just invite the Lord in. Be conscious of the fact that you are not alone. Be conscious of the fact that you are not alone. The truth is that he never left you. The truth is that he never, ever, ever left you. And even if you will have to go through some certain repercussions, even if you will have to go through some certain... um, dealings because of your actions you can trust him with your life you can trust him with your life I had to sit down and think about how many other times have I been in such dire situations where I felt that I would be consumed where I felt like I would not be able to make it and how he just came through how he passed me through that fire how he walked with me through the water you know how the waves did not overwhelm me you see while the disciples were in the boat the waves crashed on the boat I'm sure the waves hit them but as long as Jesus was in that boat they never sank it was it was they didn't escape from the perils of their present condition or that situation at that time, but there was an assurance of safety. I think about the story of the snakes, you know, biting the camp um, of Israel and um, God using Moses to raise an altar that anyone who looks to the altar would be healed. They didn't stop the snakes from biting them. Oh, but there was this assurance of healing if they just looked up to that altar. And, you know, um, Jesus said it about himself, just like the serpent was lifted up in the wilderness, so the Son of Man will be lifted up, right? And anyone who looks upon him will be saved. I think for me, I have gotten a, a, a bigger perspective of salvation. You see, there is, there is so much understanding of the salvation from our sins. And you know how the eternal work of God um, has saved us from eternal damnation. You know, the sacrifice, that eternal sacrifice of God has saved us from eternal damnation. But God is now telling me and saying that, you know, that part of scripture that says that whoever calls upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. It was not, it was not just for a one-time thing that that name truly does save. The name truly does save Tyler. So as I'm sharing this right now, but I, you can't imagine the tears that I'm fighting. I've been fighting tears 
I don't want to um, I don't want to laden this whole episode with um, with my tears oh it's overwhelming I won't lie but we're gonna be okay right Tyler and I need you to know this and I need you to tell yourself this consistently that I may be in the dungeon of life I may be in a very very uncomfortable position but the Lord is with me and it's going to be okay it's going to be okay God truly makes uh, turns broken things into beautiful right he um, he truly gives beauty for ashes and I think uh, I think the the comfort I've I've had is in two songs recently. The comfort I've had is in two songs recently. Um, one is "Have Your Way" by Britney Cole, and you could really check it out. I don't want to um, post it. I don't want to post it um, together with the podcast because it's going to be copyright infringement. So. Have Your Way by Britt Nicole, you could check it out. Or um, Oh My Soul by Rebecca Dawn. Rebecca Dawn is R-E-B-E-K-A-H, Rebecca Dawn. Just listen to those two songs. If you ever feel like you are in a position that is terrible, but Tyler, I want you to know that no matter what you're going through, whether if you are a victim of circumstance or a victim of your own carelessness or whatever. I need you to know that it's going to be okay. You may be... You may be uh, ridiculed, you may be made fun of, you may be made jest of, um, you may become... A statistic you may be um, you may be that scapegoat that example you know that people make fun of or whatever but just remember this Tyler that it's going to be okay it's gonna be okay don't let any action don't let any of the things make you contemplate life don't let any other things make you contemplate your destiny. Jeremiah 29. 11. I know the plans that I have for you. They are of good and out of evil to give you a hope and an expected end. Remember that. Jeremiah 29. 11, I guess, right? It's either 11 or it's... um. It's either 11 or 13. I think it's 11. Jeremiah 29, 11. Jeremiah 29, 11. Let me be sure about that. Yes, Jeremiah 29, 11. That expected end hasn't changed. It hasn't changed. And so no matter where you are, Just hold the hands of the Lord. 
I know that you're gonna be okay. Resist that obsession for control, right? Resist that obsession for control. So, um, I, 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 I owe us an episode tomorrow. And so you're going to get that episode tomorrow. I also do have a ministration in Bauchi that I'd be going for. Um, so I would, I would keep you guys up to date on it or Monday's episode. I'll definitely share some of the dealings or some of the things that have happened. Right. So, but, um, I really just thank you guys. Thank you so much, Tyler, for being there. I feel like this episode, it's you talking to me. But thank you so much for being there. Um, Thank you, thank you. And I really do hope that this episode did bless you. (sighs) Remember that I love you. I believe in you. And I'm always rooting for you. But then most importantly, Tyler... Remember, God loves you. God believes in you. And God is always rooting for you. To have an awesome, awesome day. And see you tomorrow.